I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Before we jump into today's episode, Becca and I were really lucky enough to work with Annalise and a couple other folks on and some of our favorite female farmers and ranchers throughout the country to put together a Farm and Ranch Chicks 2023 calendar. And if you purchase one of these calendars, all proceeds will be donated to Feeding America. And Feeding America is the largest charity working to end hunger in the United States. They partner with food banks, food pantries, and local food programs to bring food to people facing hunger. They advocate for policies that create long-term solutions to hunger. Yes, I, I'm very glad that they decided to um, donate the proceeds to this organization. I feel like they just, they do a lot of great things. And um, back when we were doing Milk Flip Cup, that was our organization of choice too. Um, so there's, there's quite a bit of people that kind of came together um, to make the calendar. Uh, so you're, you're gonna have to get your own to like see all the the models, if you will. Um, you know, if you if you would like to uh, book me for future modeling gigs, um, I understand. Just you know, give a shout out to my my agency. Um, okay, but get get in line. <laughs> Annalise uh, at Mod Farm Chick is kind of the brains behind the operation here. Um, she really did a lot of work to put it together, and then a few other people to kind of like think to making this calendar um, performance beef sponsored the calendar and they designed the back cover of it. Um, Emily Maskey designed the front front cover of it and then farm focus um, graciously donated their time to pack and ship the calendars. So make sure you go check them out. We'll post a link for it in the show notes. Um, otherwise we'll also have it on our social media. Um, but yeah, this uh, giving Tuesday is tomorrow or today as this episode comes out. So it's just a fun way to, um, be able to give back to our community and uh, I don't know help people keep their tummies a little fuller because hunger in America is it's a sad thing and it's happens more often than we think I believe so go check it out <laughs> um, so leading off of that uh, again we're very happy and thankful to be partnering up with this um this opportunity, again, being farmers and ranchers, this is something that we don't take lightly. And we're just here trying to feed as many people um, nationwide and globally as we possibly can. So make sure, again, you check that out. We'll have it in the show notes for you. Um, and I believe that will be on sale from now until the end of the year, possibly running over into the new year too. I'm not positive on that one. So um, it is a limited time offer though. So once they're gone, they are gone. Uh, Anyway, getting into today's topic, um, November, I feel like has just flown by. I can't believe that December is this week. Can you, this week is no, December. I, I cannot even. <laughs> Literally can't even. This month has just flown by. I feel like all of our events just kind of landed in November. It's been so busy. It Honestly, yeah. I like, I never have a life. And then all of a sudden I had like three things within the span of a week and a half. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm never with my kids, but literally I'm, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. That was, that was a mom guilt coming in, but that was a really fun month. And was. then after it was over, I was just like, okay, I'm good to not do anything for like a month and a half now. <laughs> oh, longer. I'm done. I'm done for the year. Like, just count me out. No more social <laughs> events. I don't want to see anyone. Don't talk to me. <laughs> 
So back at the beginning of November, I think like November 3rd or something, um, Becca and I got invited to go hang out with Quick Trip uh, in Lacrosse. They were having a Quick Trip media day for, I think, November 3rd and 4th. So Becca and I both went up for that. Uh, We met in Lacrosse, which is where the headquarters are. Did I say that already? And uh, we... (laughs) We met for dinner and drinks, and we weren't sure what to expect when we walked into this event. Um, on like we didn't know how many people were going to be there, what kind of people were going to be there. So when we walked into a restaurant, just like packed full of people, we're like, "There's no way this is all for Quick Trip." And sure enough, it was all for Quick Trip. So we walked in, and there were I don't know how many people, like at least a hundred people at this event, and um, it was. It was crazy. We were not expecting that. We, I don't know. I, at least I was expecting just like a small group of little social media, quote unquote, influencers that work for Quick Trip. But it was a lot more people than that. And like all of the, all of the big wigs from Quick Trip were there and just mingling and getting to know people. And um, Becca and I were, were not very uh, extroverted. Um, if you didn't know that, we don't like going up to people and just like, meeting new people. We're very comfortable in our comfort zones. <laughs> so we got a drink and I we, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we, we went up and we got a couple of drinks and we sat down at a table and, uh, we're like, Oh, these look like fellow influencers. And there's how many tables set up of just like all sorts of different people. And we're like, you guys look like your fellow influencers. Let's go sit by you, but not sit next to you. We sat at the same table, like we sat at the same table. True. And, uh, and, uh, Becca and I were talking and then this lady came in, asked if there's anybody sitting next to us, like, no, be our guest. And, uh, she sat down and she started talking to us and, uh, I couldn't, it was pretty loud in there. And like, we were trying to have a conversation and she was introducing herself to us. And like, I couldn't really hear what she was saying. So I'm just like, yeah, cool. And then um, it kind of sank in a couple minutes later that she said that she worked with Miss Wisconsin. And like, I looked at Becca a couple minutes later and was like, did she just say she worked for Miss Wisconsin? She's like, yeah. <laughs> so then she walked in just like looking like Miss Wisconsin. A million bucks. She looks like done up to the oh nine. She looks beautiful. No hair is out of place. And then she comes down and sits at our table. And I was like, and she was so nice. So nice. So and, nice. Um, <laughs> she sat down she was talking to us getting to know us and what we do and we talked a little bit about the podcast and um so nice her name was grace and I can't say enough nice things about her so we had dinner that night at the freight house in lacrosse it was pretty good mm-hmm. Becca you you but had a little bit of a stressful evening I did but the food was good and it was still mostly warm by the time I got back inside um the drinks were good, except for the last old fashioned that we got that we couldn't finish because homeboy didn't know how to make an old fashioned. Oh, it was so bad. And I'm not like an old fashioned, like connoisseur by any means, but I've had a couple in my day and this would, it honestly tasted like if I were to guess how to make an old fashioned, there was just way too many bitters. And it was just, you had a sip of it and you had to put it down because it was that bad. So, um, it was, it was rough, but, uh, the one, the one that we did have before that was 
A plus. So if you've never been to lacrosse before, uh, the freight house is a great place to go. They have really good steak, really good seafood. Um, their crab legs, if you want to splurge a plus plus, but, uh, if you have a younger gentleman making your cocktails, you might not want to get an old fashioned. <laughs> Just get a bush light. <laughs> Just- <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and we actually, we didn't stay out too late. No, we did though. We were like, oh yeah, we'll record a podcast after we get back to the hotel. And we got back, I don't know, nine o'clock, maybe pretty early. And we both went to bed because it yep. was like, oh, no kids, like nothing to do. I'm going to bed. And we all got rooms to ourselves. There's at least a hundred people and everyone got individual rooms and it was, and they gave you like a little swag bag, um, with chips, a candy bar, like trail mix, water, all this fun stuff. And they're just like, okay, we'll see you in the morning. And, uh, yeah, we went to bed and, uh, it was great. Went to bed early, no kids. I think that's why we both were kind of eager to go is just so we could, that makes it sound like bad moms, but you know, we kind of needed a night off and we don't get that very often where we can sleep in a bed by ourselves in the peace and quiet. So, um, that was nice. And then the next morning we got to the compound, uh, uh the quick trip compound in lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's the best way to describe it. They have their own gas station out there. They have their they own have medical their own building. Healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, throw some apartments up and I would move there. Honest. Yeah. I would, I would pay a lot of money to live in the quick trip compound if they ever decide to do that. Uh, like Margaritaville, they make their own little like condo resort area, retirement community. If quick trip made a retirement community, sign me up. I'm oh, there. they would make bank. <laughs> <laughs> they would bankrupt all the old people because they would move there. Yes. And ask the first in line. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and also in this compound, they have different uh, plants. So we got to tour um, like the bakery. So they have a sweets bakery and they have a bread and bun bakery. We got to see both of those. They have um, a dairy facility. We didn't get to tour that that day, but we got to see their distribution center. We got to see uh, the banana ripening room where they have all their produce. Uh, what else? What else? The, the kitchen, like the where they make yeah. their, cut up all the fruit and all the fresh kitchen stuff and the take home meals. That that was my favorite building to go through. That was that was wild. I, mean, I think they said they had over six hundred employees just in that building like it's the most hands-on building um but I mean if you just think uh, it makes you appreciate everything at quick trip a little bit more because like all the fruit cups and stuff and I love to get the veggie trays from them mm-hmm. and like these people are literally they're like washing and cutting these up by hand like <laughs> I mean it's not like an automated thing um it was it was mind-blowing to me like how much that they how much hands-on goes into all the fresh food that they have Yeah. So to kind of give you like, this is all very hard to describe if you haven't seen it and we weren't allowed to take a lot of video and and stuff while we were there. So we'll do our best to describe it to you guys because it was like overwhelmingly insane, just like the capacity and the technology and all sorts of stuff that goes into um, your favorite quick trip items. So when we started, we went and toured the distribution center first. So to give you guys like perspective, this building was 400 yards long. So like four football fields long. And I think they said like the ceilings were 90 feet tall. Is that right? That's tall. 
Yeah, I, I don't remember how tall, but I mean, it was, yeah, it was extremely tall. <laughs> or may, No, they had $90 million worth of um, goods in this building. Yeah. Merchant, yeah. And um, maybe the ceilings were like 30 feet tall. I don't know. It was very tall. It was a very tall building. 90 feet would be pretty tall. <laughs> Get like like numbers out of my it. ass. Either way, know. it's like it was huge, but I mean, it's kind of like a. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say it's kind of like a distributing center, um. But it really is. You know, the trucks come in, and it they they're like zipping around on these little. Um, I mean, they were kind of like forklifts, but they were they were they were different though. They were just like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's, know how to it's like it. a mix um, of a Segway and a forklift. So like these workers are wearing headsets and on these headsets, they're given an order to pack and it'll tell you like which items to stack on your pallet at a certain time. So it'll start with like the heaviest, bulkiest items that you start from the bottom and then work your way up to the lightest items. So like, um, produce and, and like lighter boxes go on top. And, um, when they fill their pallet up, they drop it off in a wrapping station and it's an automated wrapping station. So they drop it off on this weight sensor and then this arm just spins around this stacked pallet and it wraps the pallet in saran wrap. And then someone else comes along on their little electric um, forklift, picks it up, and then they scan everything on there and then they put it to an assigned dock number. And then they just keep stacking up these pallets and these loading docks. And then when the truck drivers are ready, they come in, they take everything in their dock number, load their truck with it, and then they take it to the corresponding quick trip location which is crazy. And these people are working 10 hour shifts. I think they said. You remember more of the details than I do. I... <laughs> so for like 10 hours, awesome. these people are just great. like zooming around this giant distribution center, just grabbing and making pallets. Like it was crazy in the, in the speed that they were going, everybody's like beeping. And like the most impressive thing was that everyone was like genuinely happy working in here. Like they're I mean, all smiling and waving at us. <laughs> true I would be too but like I don't know I didn't know what to expect but I wasn't expecting people to be that friendly in a in a distribution center like that but um a lot of the times too you think um that kind of people like they'd be like oh my gosh another tour is here especially because I know um the week that we had our tour the day before there was other tours going through as well so maybe they're just used to the tours but like at the same time I feel like it could get annoying <laughs> sometimes just having people yeah. like in your work zone all the time, but yeah, they were great. And then, um, another big thing in the distribution center was the cigarettes, all the cigarettes. There was so many cigarettes. I don't know who's smoking all these cigarettes, but <laughs> he, um, they were talking about how cigarettes used to be, I mean, the majority of the sales, they were like the biggest revenue source for quick trip. And now, um, that's not the case anymore with everything else that they do, but the the volume of cigarettes that they move, well, I, that was incredible. Not incredible. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be smoking because it's bad for you, but wow. It was like floor to ceiling boxes of cigarettes. Like what are not even boxes, like crates of crates? cigarettes. It was, it was wild. So then after the distribution center, um, we went to the bread and bun bakery, I think is what we toured first, right? Or next. It, yeah, it was either that or the cookies, but I think it might've been the, I don't know. 
It was one of the bakery. It was places. a long time ago. It and smelled delicious, though. It did. You could smell it from the out before you even walked in the building. So this is in a, a completely different building. And um, when we walked into this one, we had to dress in uh, these very fashionable gowns. We had to wear hair nets. Becca had to taper earrings in because we couldn't have earrings. You couldn't have jewelry. If you had a beard, you had to wear a beard net. Um, fingernail polish, you even had to wear gloves just because they don't want anything getting loose and contaminating everything and them having to throw away product. And we also wear, wear shoe covers. Um, so when we walked into this facility, holy cow, like I, w- I was not expecting it to be so mechanical. There were hardly any workers like actual people in this building. And again, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not what we saw. It was- Picture truly has- um, State of the art. They mentioned it before, but they have like some of the highest state-of-the-art technology pieces, um, robots, things like that. Yeah, and they, I remember, um, was it in the bakery, like the big robots that were just like moving pallets of- stuff or whatever and that was like that was totally state-of-the-art like they had engineers design it and stuff and now other places have things similar to it so it's not like one of a kind anymore but I mean quick trip they don't mess around when it comes to like being the most efficient um and you know they have to with over 800 stores and they're getting most of their products out of these you know this little compound so yeah that was just all the technology that they had was pretty mind blowing. So the way I'm not, I'm not a professional baker by any means, but I do know that you have to let when you're making bread and stuff, anything with yeast, you kind of have to let it sit and, and rise. And, um, they like have this fancy yeast where you don't have to let it sit for very long. It goes through like a heating process and a cooling process and everything from the way that it's like needed the dough is needed to the way that it falls through the conveyor belts like it's this whole scientific thing that you don't think about when you're buying your loaves of bread or your buns um and they have it all the way down to how much they have to cool the the bread before they can put it into the bag so it doesn't create condensation and, and mold quickly like it's all so scientific and um it's, it's crazy. Like I, I walked out of there just like jaw on the floor, like, holy cow, what did we just see that? I feel like it's illegal to be watching this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so amazing that their prices are set, that the way they are with the equipment that they have in there, it's like, there's no way that I'm buying this loaf of bread for like under $2 or whatever it is. It's crazy. Um, so after we walked out of there, we went to the sweets bakery, I think. So where they make like all of their donuts, all of their cookies, all of their bars and things like that. And I was excited to see this. I was like, oh, awesome. We're going to see glazers. I was expecting to like pick them off the line. Just be like, yeah, like you're a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was not the case. It was far from yeah. the case. It was so tempting. Um, so again, like with the, with the bread bakery, we had to suit up in all of this gear. And then when we walked in, they're like, oh yeah, since it's a little bit later in the day, we're not making glazers, but we are making, um, long johns. I was like, oh, okay. So we got to see, um, uh, the long johns being made and being fried. 
And the okay, the coolest part I thought about this whole whole trip was watching the long johns get filled. I don't know if you paid attention to this part, but it was like a like laser uh laser censored, like yeah, because they were all over the place, but it knew exactly where it knew exactly where to fill them. It was yeah, wild. And and the thing with quick trip long johns is if you've ever noticed they're not filled from the ends like a normal long john, they're filled from the tops or the bottoms or something. So you don't have the visible hole um, when you're picking it up. So these long johns are coming in down this conveyor belt. And then when they reach like the injector line, (laughs) there's these little like needles that come down. And again, like these long johns are just kind of scattered all over. They're not like neatly organized in lines. So one line might have like five long johns and these uh, like injector needles are pressure censored. So they hit the certain amount of long johns that are coming through at a time. So if there's five, it only gets the five. And if there's 10 coming through, it'll get all 10. And it was just, I think they said this was like, they're the only place in the world that has this technology right now. Like it's it's crazy. It was so interesting. So again, we got to see that I really know was that they don't frost any of the donuts until they get to the store, which that makes sense. It totally makes sense, but I didn't really realize it. So Thank your quick trip um, store workers for frosting your donuts. <laughs> yeah. And we got to see the frosting get loaded up into tubes. I was like, Pfft. it was so interesting, but um, we couldn't take any, anything. There is like this giant conveyor belt of chocolate chip cookies going through. Like, that was Don't be- get too close. Don't take any. That was beautiful. They were, they had just come out of the oven. So you know that they were warm and gooey mm-hmm. and you could only look at them. Mm-hmm. And you could watch some every once in a while just fall off the line, and we're like, "Can we take it off the floor?" Nope, can't take it off the floor. It's got to go. All of the, all of the bakery scraps went to a local pig farm, and all the pigs got to eat all of the fallen yep. soldiers. It was kind of sad. <laughs> um, so we did that, and then good for the pigs. Though. Yeah, good for the pigs. Jealous of the pigs. <laughs> Then uh, we went to the the kitchens, and like we mentioned before, we got to see where like all of the take home meals were being made, um, and the produce being washed and cut. And like, I don't even know how to describe this. We got to see pizzas pizza being made. Was, that was that was pretty cool. That was one of my favorite things to see. That was good marketing too, because I think we both went home after this trip, and we both bought <laughs> Powell pizzas on the way home. Because that's what they were making. And oh, that's like my favorite pizza that they have. And then just seeing it be made, I'm like, I need pizza. (laughs) So yeah, it's like this line. There's this this person that their job is just like throw pizza crust on a conveyor. And then there's like automated sauce dispenser. And then there's like a fountain of cheese that the crust goes under. And then I don't even remember how the toppings were put on. Is there, I'm sure there's a dispenser for that. Um, it was then there's people that are picking it up and like inspecting it before they send it off to the wrapper. And then there's people that are inspecting it once it goes through the wrapper to make sure the wrapping is done properly. And it was so much that goes into it <laughs> that again, you don't think about what else we got to see, um, how the, the chicken, cause they use a lot of chicken for their take home meals. 
how they do that. They have like a separate room where they cook all of their uh, meats like chicken and uh, watching them shred all of the chicken and then taking that shredded chicken and using it for all their different take-home meals that they, they offer and seeing this was like the most labor intensive part, like we mentioned, because there's just like a, like a um, long line of people. And so like one person is like grabbing noodles out of this big bin and throwing noodles into a container and throwing it down the line. And then someone's scooping Alfredo sauce on the noodles and then passing it down. And the next person's grabbing chicken and throwing it on top of that. And then like this long line just to make one little take home thing of chicken Alfredo. And that's what these people are doing like all day is just on a conveyor of take home meals. And And God bless them because it was really cold. (laughs) It was really cold. They're wearing parkas and I mean, they have to keep it cold because they're working with fresh food. And then when you get into like the produce section it's really cold and then there's water and then it's just even colder and damper and oh, we were chilly walking out of there. <laughs> um, and then when we wrapped up um, touring all of those facilities, we got to go back to like the main um, corporate office and we kind of got a marketing rundown and uh, we got to hear kind of like the philosophy of the quick trip. They call them co-workers, not employees. Um, and, and how everyone kind of has the same mentality, whether you are, um, like a janitor in a, in one of the store locations, or you are like the head of, I don't know, communications, or if you are working in one of the, one of the facilities that we just toured, everybody has to have kind of the same mentality. And I think one of the biggest takeaways I took from, um, this portion of the tour is they said that when they interview every single employee, at quick trip, they asked them three questions and it was, um, when was the last time you did an, a random act of kindness? When was the last time you were nice to someone? And like, when was the last time you had a random act of kindness done to you? Something like that. And so it was, and if you don't, if you can't answer those, um, they don't hire you no matter what position you're in. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think that says a lot about the character of, of all quick trip co-workers and that everyone is just kind of on the same page that they're there to make sure that the guests are happy and then we got to hear from the owner Don Zitlow he kind of gave his backstory on how he started Quick Trip did you see that he's retiring at the end of the year that makes me so happy that we got to see him one last time oh he's not dying but yeah (laughs) he's the face of Quick Trip and I'm sure he still will be I mean, he's obviously not going anywhere, but how he came to be and like everything that he did just, uh, it's incredible. And, um, another big thing, I mean, quick trip culture is just anyone that lives in the Midwest. You just, I think everyone gets quick trip culture. Um, but one of the things when he started his business is he wanted to give back to the employees because he knows that the employees or the coworkers make up a business and make up what it is. And so he has always given back 40% of profits to the coworkers, which is, that's a lot. That's a lot for, for an owner, you know, CEO to want to do that and not be like greedy or, you know, that that's pretty incredible. And he's, he's stuck to it. Like, I remember he said that he had told his wife, like he wants to give back to the, to the coworkers and 40% is the number that they came up with. And 
that's what they've always done. So I think that was pretty incredible. And just hearing him speak and like hearing um, the other, I don't know, higher ups of Quick Trip speak about the culture. It really, it's so weird that we talk this highly of a gas station, but- Convenience store. Convenience store, sorry. Um, but it's just, it's truly incredible. And it makes me appreciate Quick Trip a little bit more. And um, I'm really glad we got to go and just have that opportunity with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just again, like the Quick Trip experience, if you're from the Midwest, if you've been there, if you know, you know, like we're not just <laughs> ranting and raving about a convenience store because it's a convenience store. Like it's, it's an experience. And like today I did a curbside pickup and the, and the gal that brought my stuff out, she was so nice and so happy. She's like, hi, how are you? Like having a little conversation with me and making sure that I have everything that I needed before I took off. Like she made me go through the bag and make sure that, yep, I've got this, this, and this. Okay. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. It's like, oh, bless you. You're so sweet. Um, yeah. just top to bottom, great organization. Can't say enough great things about them. And we're both very lucky that we were invited to such a cool event. Um, and I feel like I can die happy now that I got to tour a quick trip, except the dairy. Except the dairy. I, the page told me I could come back and tour the dairy sometime and I'm going to take her up on that offer. Um, but I also don't want to drive to lacrosse for a third time this year. So maybe next year. <laughs> okay. We'll see it. We'll see you in 2023. <laughs> with you maybe we maybe can do like a green cap brown cap taste testing straight from the vat oh um i'm thinking maybe young gravy will be there on the same tour as us and we can uh you know we can just all hang out i'm not gonna say no we gotta we gotta make our pitch now so we can have it happen later young gravy, if you're listening to this and i know you are because we're both milfs um let's <laughs> let's plan a date, you know, let's, uh, let's plan a date and meet up at creature headquarters. Okay. Okay. Call my people. Thanks. <laughs> I got to shoot my shot, Amber. I'm, I'm blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well on that note, um, <laughs> I, I don't even know on that note, did I, did um, I leave you, speechless? <laughs> you did. I don't have anything else to say other than make sure you guys go check out that calendar. Uh, we'll have it. We'll have it linked in the show notes again, again, going towards a great cause, especially this holiday season. Um, really great cause. And, and you get to see some pretty faces on there too. So that never hurts. And if you are not uh, following or subscribed to us, you can go follow us over on social media at Forward Farming Podcast. Becca is over at Becca Hilby. I'm over at Cranberry Chats. You can follow us sometimes on YouTube. We post videos on there every once in a while. And if you haven't left us a Apple rating yet, please feel free to do that. We always love seeing your reviews. And if you have any more podcast ideas for us, or if you have someone who you think would be a great guest, we're always open for ideas and suggestions. So send them our way. We always appreciate hearing from you guys. Yeah, I think we have a lot of fun things planned for the rest of the year and starting into next year already. So look forward to some awesome interviews and hopefully we'll get more. You want to say hi, Sophia? Say hi. No? Okay. Jackson, <laughs> you want to say hi? Say hi. Hi. Hi.
You gotta speak. <laughs> you say hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're gonna get. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.